Welcome to the Alchemy Incubator Podcast. My name is Emily Jamison. I am your host, and I am so delighted that you're here with me today. I am the mother of a six-year-old boy, and as the mother of a young child, I get to see this child learning how to navigate a range of emotions. Sometimes those can be very intense and overtake his body. And what I want to teach my son is that emotions are value neutral. There are not good emotions and bad emotions. Everybody feels anger sometimes. But what's important is understanding how to channel that energy so that you are not hurting your environment and you're not hurting people around you. So that is the premise to this conversation today, coming into talking about emotions and how we may need to bring some awareness to moving those through our bodies, especially when they are not some of the more socially sanctified emotions. And I think anger is one of those. We haven't been taught as a culture that we are allowed to feel some things And some people default into that, but there's more to that story. The truth of it is, even if you grew up in a home where you did not feel safe to fully express the emotions that you were having, they are still there beneath the surface. So I'm sure that you've heard of toxic positivity. Toxic positivity is when an event happens and somebody just encourages you to only look for the silver linings, only, only look at the good smile, like just not to dwell on the, what are sometimes called the negative emotions. So like to not go into grief or sadness or anger or fear, but to just bypass those and then force yourself to look at something good or just be thankful for something else relative to the issue at hand. This is problematic in a lot of ways. It really displays the discomfort of the person who is encouraging you to feel something else or to just look on the bright side or turn that frown upside down or whatever it happens to be. That is exposing their limitations to being present with the full range of human emotion. So that is so much more about them than it is any commentary on you and any experience that you may be having. That said, so many of us have had times in our lives where we needed to feel supported. We needed to have a container held for us to fully process our emotion because emotions themselves can be very big, very overwhelming, and even scary. So I'd like to talk about anger a little bit today. So anger is a automatic response. Um, Like many of our emotions, it is happening in your limbic system. And the thoughts that induce anger are threat. So Anger always needs a target, and that target can be external or internal. You can definitely feel angry at yourself, and it's usually a combination of some kind of pain, 
but there's a threat component associated with that. So a threat to your safety, to your reputation, to your loved ones, there's some threat. And then the target is external or it's internal, depending on the issue. And for some people, anger can be a substitute emotion where they make themselves angry so that they don't feel pain or they don't feel sadness. I would say this goes to that point that men are allowed to feel anger more than they are socially allowed to feel pain or sadness. Anger can also be substituted for vulnerability. Uh, so if someone's feeling vulnerable, they can make a target of something else. If you grew up in a home where anger was expressed in a way that was not handled responsibly, which means if there was violence, if there were harsh words spoken, if the person who was angry then involved the expression of their anger onto other people, you may have felt that it is not safe to feel this anger. And you may have spent your life like pushing it down, repressing it, stuffing it. And all of that creates a problem. So when we don't let an emotion work its way through, and the best way to think of emotions are as waves, they crest and then they go down. And that is always how an emotion goes. So you can think of happiness, you can think of love, you can think of anger, you can think of sadness, you can think of fear, you can think of grief. The magnitude of the height of the wave may be different, but it always kind of comes up, gets to its peak, and then recedes. And you can trust that emotions will do that. I've said this before in one of my podcasts that I recorded about grief. Uh, grief is something that I personally have had a lot more experience in my life um, by the time I was 30 years old than I ever thought that I would have. And that may not actually be uncommon. I think that what's more common is that we don't have tools for dealing with grief. We are not equipped and many times not supported in the ways that we should be supported as we encounter grief. And then trying to find your way through it can be very difficult. I had a therapist who I will always be very grateful for after a close friend of mine had passed away very tragically. I found myself with all this grief and her advice to me was to just like be with it to the extent that I could. And she said to nibble around the edges because she told me it won't overtake you when you can be present to it. And I learned through that rather than turning away from that grief, I wanted to turn towards it and try to be present with it. And that's the same thing that you can do with anger if you feel it. Now, some of you are going to say, I'm not an angry person. I'm actually like super easygoing and I'm like the easiest person to get along with. I'm always happy. I'm not angry at all. My thought would be you may have some anger that you never felt safe to express at an unconscious level that probably needs to get expressed. And I have a few suggestions on how to engage 
and give an outlet to the angry parts of you that may need to be expressed. So you can get a plastic bat and you can just be somewhere alone, door shut without people around you privately, get a little kid's plastic bat from the dollar store and just start whacking away on the sofa or the bed or pillows and let that energy come out of your body. This pent up anger, rage that you may have felt throughout your life. Start to give it a chance and do this more than one time. You don't need to do it for like an hour unless you feel like you have an hour's worth that needs to get out, do it. But let your body tell you when to stop because what you may experience is that wave, the coming up and then the receding. And that is the way that we let this stuff out, especially when we involve movement in the process of processing an emotion. Another thing you can do is go to the dollar store Give yourself a budget of like 10 bucks. Purchase some glasses, plates, you know, cups, things that will break. Get yourself alone and safe, either inside your garage or somewhere where you can throw things down and experience the satisfaction of them breaking. One more thing that you can do is have a rage session. So, in the privacy of your car, drive on some country road and let everything out. The rules of this one are you say everything that you need to say. If you need to think of a person and address them fully, do it. Of course, you're going to be saying things that you never would have said otherwise because you're a polite, conscientious, kind person. If you weren't, you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast. So we can assume that. But during this rage drive that you're giving yourself, you get to say every expletive you want to. You don't hold back. You need to let out everything that you have to say to different people or just to life in general to get that emotion moved through your body so that you are no longer holding it inside and experiencing the negative things that come from holding such an intense emotion stuck in place in your body. Those three things invite this emotion to get expressed and they're free, pretty much free. I guess you'd have to go buy some dishes, but the cost is really low. And the value of doing these things, like allowing yourself to have the room to express the things that need to be expressed in a safe way is the way that you can then stop them from coming out on the people that you love the most. And that looks like reacting to something small that our kid does and then yelling at them or, you know, getting really mad in traffic and flipping somebody off. When you look back later and you think, what happened to me? That was such a small thing. You may have some anger that needs to get expressed. So those are a couple of things I wanted to say on that topic. Thank you so much for joining another episode of the Alchemy Incubator. My name is Emily Jamison. I am a multi-certified trauma-aware coach. I specialize in creating breakthrough coaching experiences for my clients to transform their lives at the deepest layers in as little as six weeks. If that's something that appeals to you, reach out to me. I would love to hear more about how I can help you live the life that you have always dreamed of.